Hey guys, just quickly before this podcast episode, I wanted to let you know that there are four days remaining to get your hands on our unlimited testing subscription at the lowest price, unlimited testing, unlimited consulting for a full year. Uh, it is the best value for money for any endurance athlete who wants to use a scientific approach to training. Uh, click the link below and get your hands on that now and hopefully you enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, Luke McElroy from Met's Performance Consulting. Welcome back to another episode of the Physiology Secrets Podcast, another short and sharp one for your Wednesday uh, today, I want to talk about different types of periodization uh, for, for training programs, particularly given that that uh, everything's starting to reopen from the 22nd of June, whether that be the gym, the, the, the swimming pool with, with um, large limits, so on and so forth. So everyone's sort of getting back into training. Uh, and, and we've spoken a little bit in the past about adapting to to the disruption of COVID-19. But um, today, I want to talk about the, the, so the different scenarios that you might be in in terms of returning to full training uh, and whether you should stick to a, a traditional periodization approach or, or whether we should mix it up. So uh, there's a podcast coming on Monday uh, talking about reintroducing swimming load. That was uh, Tyler and Nick spoke about that. So I won't, I won't go into too much detail about that. So stay tuned for Monday. Um, but I guess the common scenario is that that a lot of people haven't haven't done any training really. It may be some maintenance work, but no one's done a proper training load for the last three months or so. And I just want to chat about, um, I guess, my recommended approach to returning properly to sport um, and uh, and sort of go from there. So the traditional periodized approach is, is essentially a, a, a three-week build and a one-week deload. So what that means is whatever your baseline is right now, you might be doing three times a week, for example. Um, the next week you want to increase by about 2 to 10%, uh, and then 2 to 10% the next week, and then 2 to 10% the next week before deloading about 25%. So when we talk about loading, it's, it's frequency, duration, and intensity. So frequency times per week, duration is the minutes that you're exercising for, and intensity can be pretty hard to measure, but you know, rating of perceived exertion, percentage of max heart rate, percentage of FTP, percentage of VO2 max, whatever whatever metric you want to use, that, that's your intensity. So um, so normally what we what we recommend with our athletes is is the, that four-block model where you uh, you have three weeks of increasing two to ten percent, and then one week where you decrease about twenty-five to thirty percent of that load, whilst keeping the intensity the same. So you don't want to change the intensity, you don't want to reduce your intensity. You just want to uh, maybe drop a session to reduce that twenty-five percent load, or 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 you know um, reduce the volume of that session. So if you're doing let's say four times a week, sixty-minute run, five out of ten RPE then a 25% reduction would be the same, but instead of doing four sessions, do three, or still do your four sessions, but instead of 60 minutes, you go down to 45. So that's generally what we recommend. Um, if you're coming from a very low base, if you're one of those individuals that hasn't really done anything, uh, anything more than about two times a week of training, then uh, it's probably a good idea to do a, a, a two-week build and a one-week deload to normally three up, one down, I kind of recommend doing a two up, one down. And the reason for this is, is essentially uh, if you're used to, say, training five, six, seven times a week and now you're only doing two times a week, it's going to be pretty stressful to get straight back into a, a higher volume workload and, and putting up with that high volume, that high stress for three weeks before you get a recovery. So uh, the two up, one down principle is something that we would normally recommend for uh, either people beginning training or or in the elderly population, uh, just because a, a three-week build can be quite stressful, particularly not only on the muscular system and the cardiovascular system, but also on your immune system. And there's still obviously some stuff going around, and we're moving into winter where cold and flu season is a bit more prominent, and, and you are more susceptible to those upper respiratory tract infections. So if you are coming from that very low base, consider doing a two-up, one-down, so still 10% up, 10% up, 25% down, and then 10% up of the last week, up, down, up, up, down, so on and so forth. So that can be a little bit 
uh, more manageable, uh, particularly from an immune system perspective. You might be okay doing one or two weeks of the three up, one down, uh, but it could start to play a toll on your body. Now, that being said, if you're in the position where you're actually doing the same or more training or, or you haven't reduced your volume or your load too much, then you can go straight back into whatever you were doing. If that's a three up, one down, or even a five up, one down, whatever that is, um, you can jump straight back into that. The other type of training which you could do uh, it is traditionally what we do with like a, a training camp where you have like a massive load the first week. So you might have like a 25, 30% increase in your load for week one but then you drop it off about 10% week two, another 10% week three, another 10% week four before you then go again. So you're making it really, really hard that first week, building up the fatigue in the legs and the, in the body and the, all, all that stress. Uh, but then you're reducing the load in subsequent weeks to, to gradually recover um, so that by the, the fourth or the fifth week, you go back up to a big 25, 30% jump in your load. If you were to do that, I'd probably only recommend that for maybe one or two cycles. Uh, it is a, it's not really a traditional approach whatsoever. It's, it, it is very much more for the training, uh, the, when, you, when you're off for a training camp or something like that. Uh, but it is something that you could consider as a tool to get back into training. But I guess in summary of the day, I'll keep, I'll keep it short and sharp because we're going to talk about this more on, on um, Monday when we talk about swimming. If, you're, if you haven't done much training at all over the COVID period, consider doing a two up, one down model so that you don't stress your immune system and your muscular system and your cardiovascular system too much. Uh, you could probably consider doing that for anywhere from four to eight weeks. Uh, but if you are maintaining a, a consistent training, training load and you haven't had dramatic changes, then you can stick to that sort of three up, one down. Um, and although you could do a... a, a front load it and do that that 25 30% session week one and go and gradually decrease from there I probably wouldn't recommend it in this circumstance again that is for more for those those training camps where you are temporarily trying to stress stress that body but we're probably not in a position where we've had enough training load under the belt to really benefit from that so play it smart don't rush back into it two to ten percent per week that's duration frequency and intensity try to stick within those ranges uh, and do not neglect those recovery weeks. Those deload weeks, 25, 30% drop every three or four weeks uh, are super important to get maximum training adaptation so that you don't get sick, you don't get injured, and you actually race faster. So uh, recovery is king. Hopefully that was useful. I'll speak to you on the next podcast and stay tuned for Monday's episode on swimming. Bye for now.